Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches. to me you're all here to listen to 40 runs and the long run podcast so next up on the stage we've got chris sabrina hayden ian alan toby simon all doing the live podcast the long run um they really want to get your audience questions in as well so make sure if you do have the questions when they ask pop your hand up stay in your seat the mic will come to you this is all being recorded for youtube and the podcast to go out next week so please give a big big welcome to the long run podcast 40 runs Sean, hello. Can you hear me? No. Tope, you had one job. <laughs> Speedgoat's mucked it up again. Right, so let's try again. Where's that cheer again? Let's do it again. So remember, we're recording this live, people. So pretend I've just come on again. Hang on. Toby had one job. Right, ready? <laughs> Love it. Well done. Okay, team. Welcome. Everybody's tuning to... Welcome to the Long Run Show live. Yes, we're live, people. They've let us on the stage. God help them. At the Birmingham NEC. Look. Now, if you've tuned in, what yet tends to happen here is our guests are sitting there doing this to the music. And then it comes on. And then we come on right at the end. So for the everyday runner... That's us, that's you, okay? Right, so where do we start, people? Firstly, I'm going to introduce the team because there's quite a few of them. Uh, where do we start? We've got Hayden here. Hey, oh yeah, quick, lot of love. Now, Hayden is a run leader. If you don't know about that, go and see. I don't know if they're here, but England Athletics, you'll find out all about it. We've got Sabrina, who does our women's ladies only special, although they're not very special. They're quite a lot now, which is good news. And she's a qualified coach, running coach. For all you Speedgoat fans, uh, he's over there asking what he's doing in March. But Speedgoat's over there. He's a qualified coach. We've got Cy next to him. He's a qualified run leader. We've got Al up on stage. Al? Good evening. Good evening. Running coach PT. The reason I'm doing that, there is a reason why I'm telling you all this. And we've got round down here, Mr. Wilco, 60% himself. Hello, everybody. Who, <laughs> who tries to keep me on the straight and narrow through most of the shows out of jail. Tough when job. We, yeah, Tough when job. we start getting into it. So... If you don't know who we are, what we're going to do, we're going to play a little game, because I know it's free something. You're at the end of the show, you think, oh, I just want to go home for it. leave it out. So what, I know this, you like don't count. So I, I don't know. It's great. Everybody stand up. Come up. Everybody stand up. We're going to play a little quick game. Get you in the mood of things. Right. So firstly, you're allowed to sit down if you've listened to the Long Run Show as a podcast. You can sit down. Al, you're meant to still be standing oh, sorry. up. Sorry. 
Uh, okay, sorry at the back. I can't help it. Right, next. If you've watched it, because we do a live stream. The difference is we record it live. And some of you have seen that. It goes a little bit wrong some of the time. We record that live at 7 o'clock on a Friday and also now on a Monday. So if you watch that live, you can sit down. Oh, so we need more of you to watch it live. Okay. Next, if you've watched or subscribed to the 40 Runs YouTube channel, you have permission to sit down. So are you, you lot. Right, okay. <laughs> Lastly, you're allowed to sit down. If you are sitting there going, who on earth is that Cockney Herbert up there and what's he going on about? You're allowed to sit down. Yeah, that's most of them. Okay. Right, so for still all of you who are still standing, the Long Run Show is a podcast that we just do on a weekly basis. We're just like you. We're everyday runners. Everything that 40 runs is all about the everyday runner. We just go on live and we talk about running. We talk about the issues that you're going through. And that's what we want to talk about today. We want to hear from you about what you're worried about, what you're concerned about. And that's why I introduced the team, because believe it or not, we kind of know a little bit what we're talking about. It might impl- Some of you might not believe it, but I'm actually a qualified coach as well. So we want to hear from you now, because this is about training plans, whether you're training for London, Manchester, whatever it is, or you've just got off the couch to get to 5K. Whatever it is, we're here to help. So the next, however long until Anna chucks me off, we're going to answer your questions. That's the point, and that's the viewer interaction, okay? So whatever it is, gels, what's, I don't know, how fast should I be running? Because we get it on a Friday. You guys interact, and it's awesome. And that's what we want to do here. Okay. Have I mucked anything up? No, I'll tell you what I must do. Sketches. Right, look. Yeah, sketches. Sketches. They're amazing, yeah? They support everything we do at 40 Runs, and there's 25% off sketches.co.uk. Use the code 40 Runs. Good plug, 40. I've got that in. I won't get shot now. Right, okay. So I think that's it, isn't it, team? Have I mucked anything up? Not yet. Okay, not yet. Right, so hands in the sky. Who's got a question? Oh, my God. We're ready to go. We're ready to go. Rose has got a question. Okay. We're going to Rose. Yeah, go to Rose. Come on, Rose. I, I know Rose. Rose is a special lady. How many park runs have you done now? 144. 144. How old is she, Al? How old are you, Rose? 10. 10. 10. That is unbelievable. What's your question, Rose? Who's the youngest 40 runner? You. Who's the youngest 40 <laughs> runner? Rose. What, here today? I think it's you. Well done, Rose. Let's give Rose another round. Honestly, she's unbelievable. She is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Right, so, where else? Okay, come on in. Who was next up? Was there a question here? Right. Can I have your name? Can I find out where you're from? And more importantly, can you tell me what bargains you've found today? And then you can ask your question. My name's Petra. I'm from Boron. Stand up so we can see you. Stand up so we can see you. baby's in the house. My name's Petra. I'm from Boron Woods. I've got North London satellite group, if you're local. Whoa, (laughs) give her a cheer. And, um... I haven't bought much, really, just some bouncy balls. Some bouncy balls. Okay, we're at a running show, aren't we? So I I don't know where to go with that one. What's your question? My question is, um, how would you work out what your long run pace, so your slow pace or easy pace? Easy pace, long run pace. Uh, You know what? I I, I get it asked a lot. Um, Who should we chuck it out to? Should I start or do you want to take it? Hayden, yeah. you can't look there. There's no one there. There's mate. no one there, Hayden. He's gone. Who are you looking at? So I'll, yeah, I'll ask him. He ain't there. Should I start? Yeah, go on, Amin. You start us off. So the easiest way to figure out your easy pace is it should be conversational. So it should be the pace where you could pick up the phone to your friend, your family, anyone, and hold a conversation without feeling out of breath. So you should be able to go and run 5K, 10K at that pace. Um, it's also the pace at which you should get to the end of your run and feel like you've not really done anything, like you've still got loads in the tank and you could go again. So in layman's terms, that's the easy way of easy Yeah, I'll make, I'll make you right. If we're, going out, if we're going out on an easy run, I want to get to the end of that run, might sound a bit silly, but feel like I ain't done nothing. I want, I want to, whether it's, even if it's 20 miles, you're still going to be ruined after 20 miles, right? But could I have gone an extra mile? Probably. It's, it's, just, it's just finding that nice super, super cruising pace where you ain't got a care in the world where you're just bumbling along and life's great. You listen to the long run podcast naturally and you're just loving life out there and, and it's, there's no stress about it. You're not putting any stress onto your body. You're not putting any stress onto your mind. You're just covering miles easy. Uh, I think it's probably a way to quantify it. Now, it's a little bit difficult 
So I'm going to go miles, right? So if I'm running at goal pace at the moment for me, I'm training for Manchester. Tobe, what are you training for, Tobe? Speak up. I'm training for uh, Manchester. Yeah, I'm training for Manchester and London. So at the moment, I'm running my easy runs at 10-minute miles or between 9.50 and 10-minute miles. My goal pace is 8.35, which is what I'll run at Manchester. That's how much difference I'm, I've got between my two paces. And, and it's really important when I'm out there. So we're doing a rotation at the moment. Uh, we're doing like three rotations of our uh, long runs. We're doing 16, 18, 20 miles. It's, it's not for you to do do whatever you want, but we always start with a nice 16, 18, 20 mile run, uh, build that up. But we do those at easy pace. So we're just finding that, we're just finding a nice base, that nice place to start. And then we can start sprinkling goal pacing later down the line. And I say, I've been just cruising along at life and cruising, <laughs> blowing out my rear end the other day. But at 9.50, it was really nice. And I did finish, and I thought, you know what? That felt good. That felt, that felt really good. What about you, Hayden? Yeah, so I don't really think it's a, a pace uh, sort of set time. An easy run for me should be an easy run. It should be the sort of run where you turn off your watch. You don't need to look at your watch. If it feels easy, it's easy. Whether that's running a five-minute kilometer or a 20-minute kilometer, if it feels easy, again, it's easy. The game I like to play is, it's almost, I think in my head, if I go out, I'll say goodbye to my wife, I go out, I like to be able to come home and she might think to herself, he hasn't even been on a run. Oh, yeah, that's a good shot. And in that way, I know it's been truly easy. Whether or not I get in trouble if she asks me where I've been, that's a different question. But <laughs> oh, I, like, I like the idea of just coming back, knowing that, you know, not much has changed. And then if that is, for me, that's what feels easy. Not the fact when I look at the time and think, oh, that time was slow, so that was an easy run. That doesn't count. It's how you feel. It's your perceived effort. It's just something that you've got to get used to, isn't it? That you, you sort of like, you make your yeah, way. Yeah, it, it's uh, hard. Find your own way in it. It is hard. We, we, we actually do some, some of the coach sessions we do. We actually send people out and say, right, you've got to run easy. Because it's actually quite hard. Because we all go out, we probably run a little bit too fast. And you end up in that, if you're running a heart rate, you're in that zone three, which is a dead zone. You're not really doing anything. Well, you are, but you know what I mean? You're not really getting any benefit from it. So you want to be in that relaxed state. And it, it, it takes some time to get, to get into, especially... Um, where is he? Ben. So we did, I did uh, a training plan for Ben the other day because he was, he was running. Be fair, Ben, you're running too fast. And I said to him, he's got London. Uh, and I said, you've got to slow it down because you've got to build miles. You've got to build that aerobic base. You've got to found, find that foundation and just build really easy on those long runs. And he's still going too slow, uh, too fast, sorry. And yeah, be fair. Yeah, I know that was Petra's fault. It was, she was paced. But it is true. Honestly, if you, whatever you're training for, and it's the same if you're couched to 5K, you, you, when you're doing that run element of that walk run, it's got to be so easy. Like you can stop and you ain't out of breath and you can get going again. It's so simple, but we all run too fast. That's why everyone comes, oh, I've got runner's knee. Oh, this is because you're running too fast. Do your hard sessions hard, but do your easy sessions easy. Can I just pick up on something? Yes. Hayden mentioned perceived effort. So... Perceived effort is a, a kind of measure. So if you imagine being asleep at zero and killing yourself on those 10-meter sprints at 10 and vomiting thereafter, perceived effort on an easy run should be that three or four. So that's one way of kind of calibrating because if you don't want to get into the miles per minute, think about that perceived effort and think about that calibration yeah, of yeah. three or four. Yeah, or do what Wilco does, do everything at 60%. It's a go. Which, oh, I don't know what the problem is. Right. <laughs> Just to, no, yeah. but like, easy run. This is exactly what this is the uh, misconception about the sixty percent rule, Christopher. You know, you always say that I just always run at sixty percent. Is easy running at sixty percent oh. is when you're in your element and you're doing yes. that four of your five sessions a week. So yeah, that's true. what's important. That so is don't listen to him and to say that I just run at sixty percent. It does. It's just not true. It does. It does. Everything is sixty percent. Fib. <laughs> right. right. Should we move on? Yeah, I've got a, a lady here who's got a question. So, okay. What's your name? Dana. Um, so I'm doing my first marathon in Tokyo in March. I was wondering if any of you are doing Tokyo or have and would give any tips for Tokyo and first marathon. Okay. I'll right. throw this one to Hayden, I reckon. Hayden, you take that. Uh, you're the only person that we're allowed to say is doing Tokyo. <laughs> Carry on. Right. So, yeah, I mean, so I haven't done Tokyo before, so I don't have much advice with regards to the course. But I've started to look into a few things. There's a few things that are not scaring me, but a little bit worrying first of all there's no toilets within a mile with a start what Be hang on stop say that again <laughs> they with their culture apparently they cannot have toilets shown 
near really? the start line, swept the TV filming and that's stuff. Right. She's part of their culture. For a mile. She can't have a Jimmy after a mile. No. I'm never going there. So that's going to be... Absolutely no point me going there. So, cancel my flight. I've also looked, not hopefully, well, you might not do it anyway, but if you spit, you can be arrested. So it's just one of these marathons. I think it's going to be absolutely amazing, but very, very strict. And the fact it hasn't been at full capacity for what three years now, I think it's going to be a really special one this time. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Apart from the jet lag, not looking forward to that. That's going to be hard. How long are you, how long are you going out there beforehand? Um, I fly on the 26th because I know being Malaysian that usually you need to climatise. So yeah. I'll be in Tokyo for a week before. And you said it's your first marathon. Your first marathon's going to be in Tokyo. That's what major. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, tips on yeah. first marathon, because I thought that's what you were talking about, how to survive your first marathon. Yeah, we can talk about that. We can talk about that. Yeah, I think the best thing to, the biggest tip that someone said to me to survive my first marathon is to enjoy it. It's how, I know you hear it a lot, right? But any, anybody our coach comes to me and says, oh, I want to do this, I want to run this, I want to run. I said, no, forget that. I won't even write you the plan. Because you've got to go there and just enjoy it. It's a battle up here. Yeah, you'll do your training. You'll get through your training. No problem at all. But on the day, you don't know what you're going to get on the day. You've got to go with a mindset of enjoying it. You've got to have a strategy, whether it's pace, heart run, perceived effort, whatever you're doing, you've got to go there and enjoy it. Seriously, get the 13 miles, smile to yourself, go, you know what? I'm halfway. This is brilliant. Yeah, that's what you're... You get the mile 2021. 20, that's when you've got to dig in. That's when it'll show up what you've done in your training. But if you're enjoying it, loving life, taking pictures, whatever you want to do, just getting around, it's got to be the key. It's, it's all up here. When you get onto that start line, start it like you're just going to go out and have the best day ever. Especially going to Tokyo, you're going you're gonna to have the best time ever. Honestly, it's going to be amazing. But seriously, just don't get ahead of yourself and enjoy it. The whole way around. I have the best time of my life. I don't run for times anymore. I can't be bothered. I'd much rather go out and have a good time. It's all about enjoying it, yeah? We get one go on this planet. Or was it, I always say, one go on the rodeo. On it, just go out and have the best time. You're going to Tokyo for your first marathon. That's going to be awesome. It really is. On that, on that start line, the only thing I'd be thinking about, apart from the fact I can't go for a wee, is how, it's what it's going to be like when I finish. Seriously, you're going to have a I'll put a decent bet on that. It's not a last one either. No, you're, as soon as you finish that, you'll then go, right, like Hayden, I'm going to sign up for Chicago or Boston or whatever, I don't know, whatever you want to do, but you'll do another one straight away. But that's another reason to enjoy your first because you'll always remember it. It's so important. But good luck. One bit from me is don't worry about walking. So everyone tells you, everyone's like, you train really hard, right? You get to 20 miles. It is going to hurt and it is hard. I did London as my first. If you need to walk, walk. Who cares? It just does not matter. Um, but to Chris's point, enjoy it. Enjoy every minute of it. Take what? the pictures, take it all in because you don't. You may choose to do another one, you may not, right? But enjoy the moment rather than thinking at the end, I wish I'd, I wish I'd taken that moment in. I wish I'd looked at what was around me. Um, yeah, that's my advice. That's a you. good point. You know, I, I, was, oh, I can't remember who it was. I saw someone earlier about the aid stations. Walk through the aid stations. You know they're coming at you, yeah? So go in, get your bottle. Whoever it is, I don't know what the deal is out in Tokyo, but get your bottle, drink it, give it to someone, don't throw it, because you reset. And take that little, that little bit of time just to reset over that 30 seconds, minute, and effectively you're getting walking breaks through the marathon, which is nothing wrong with walking. Really isn't. I don't understand what these perceptions that we've got to go out there and like almost die crossing the line. It's just no point. What's, you've got to enjoy it. So use the aid stations and walk through them because they can be chaotic. So just take it. And it doesn't matter if it's a marathon, half marathon, 10K. You know, if it's your first 10K, again, use the aid stations. They're brilliant. The volunteers are amazing. Take the bottle of water or whatever it is. Drink, especially if it's a cup and it's going all down, you're like that. Drink it, give it to them, and then carry on. It's a, it's a mental reset that I use. We did it now in Amsterdam when... Poor old Cybressing wanted to lay down at 25 and a half miles in Amsterdam. <laughs> we were using the aid stations to, to walk. I was walking through them just so we, we could catch up with each other. It's brilliant. It's the best tip ever. Best tip ever. Uh, don't uh, be afraid to walk. This may be the worst advice oh, and no. you'll see why in a minute. Oh, no. Because it's Tokyo. But for anyone doing their first marathon or, or first big race, get your name on your shirt. Make sure that is visible. Yeah. The amount of support yeah. you will get from strangers cheering you on Mm. will blow you away. And more importantly, every time they cheer, 
it will give you a little physical and emotional a, boost. It's a really good point. I was, uh, Land- I don't know if anyone's done it. When London was about 3,000 degrees, it was like running on the, on the, on the sun. And I was walking through uh, by up by embankment, and some many ladies shouted from the other side of the feet, "Go on, Fordy!" And I got up and I, and I carried on because I was like walking like this, feeling really sorry for myself. It was like mile twenty-three or something like that, and she shouted at me. You know what? That got me through the last bit. It was so hot, it was horrible, but because I had that on, now it's a really good shout. Uh, on the charity vest. It really works, bless her. I still don't know who that woman is who shouted at me, but she's my hero. It's such a good bit of a bit of advice. That really is. Yeah. All right, next question. Yeah. Next. How we go down there? We can't, we can't, we can't, no, you can no, say right, you can't take the all the questions. Oh, there's one right. up there. Right, question. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Stand up. Tell us who you are. Stand up. Oh, we got Hello, sir. What's your Wilco, name? we got Franklin. Oh, Wilco's good. Go on, Wilco. No, you're all right, Wilco. We're so popular. Yeah. Franklin. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, so, question is um, doing uh, Manchester as well for the first one, uh, doing some training for like easy and tempo and all of that, and then come up against sites, steady runs. So, how many steady runs do you throw in as well as easy runs and marathon pace? When you say steady runs, are we, uh, what are we talking? I mean, are you talking like tempo continuous, runs? Are we talking goal pace runs? Uh, just continuous, uh, a continuous pace for a certain right. okay. amount of time. So the way I write a plan is I try and put a high, a low, medium and high effort in, right? And then you've got a long run. I'm talking real lames. It doesn't matter if it's a, a half or a full. And within that, we've got the low, easy stuff that we spoke about. I think you're talking about the, the medium effort that, which can stretch out. I t- it depends on the client, but it's going to be goal pace. It depends what we're going for. If it's literally just to complete, I see what you mean about the steady pace, where it's that controllable, uh, getting into uncomfortable, but it's controllable. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So what was the question about that? Just uh, how many you do a week, say, one. for example. One. Just you one. want quality over quantity every single day of the week. You don't want junk in there, yeah? If you're going to go out, you want to go out and make sure that, that run, that session, whatever it is, is of the highest quality, 100%. That beats miles every day of the week. It's great going out and running 100 miles. I couldn't do it. But how much of that 100 miles is quality? So if you're running 25, 30 miles a week, but it's all high-quality stuff, then you're going to be winning every day of the week. So in terms of that, yeah, I mean, I would start you off at maybe 30, 35 minutes with a a, a warm-up, cool-down, and then stretch that out to a good 60 minutes so you feel comfortable at that pace. And again, it's building that nice pace. But we're not stressing the body. That's the key in in half-marathon training, marathon training. You don't want to stress the body too much because you've got 16 weeks to get through, effectively, or 12, whatever it is. You don't want to overload the body and overload the mind. So just work on it, and, but make sure when you do go out there that you're nailing whatever reference point you're using, whether it is effort, like as you say, I'm steady here, I feel comfortable here, then you're happy. But don't, don't, you don't need to go mental with it, do you know what I mean? Because you might have on the next day, you might have intervals. And you want to go into, yeah, it's, it's nice to work you know, in those a, a, a tired state. You will get benefit from that. But at the same time, you want to be able to max those high sessions, like proper. Or you might have a long run the next day. So, again, you just, yeah. So, we're talking about that 20%. Those, you know, the, I'm sure lots of people will be familiar with the um, sort of like the 80-20 rule that you're doing. Most of your training at easy pace. You're, this is, we're talking about the 20% when you're not doing it at easy pace and you're trying to get a you're bit of speed into, into that. Your, yeah, you're moving into, into that. Plan. It's that crossover run, I would say. Yeah, yeah, as you say, I get what you mean by steady pace. Actually, I quite like that. I might yeah. use that. Thank you very much. I think, yeah. just, I think you just touched on that as well. Yeah. The fact It's a different terminology. So steady pace, a base run. It, it just depends on how you define what your run is. Personally, as you touched on as well, a marathon training plan for me is 80%, like the 80-20 rule, 80% easy and that 20% quality. For me personally, a steady run, a base run, isn't a quality run. You're borderlining on the what they call junk miles, which is absolutely fine if you want to go out and just keep fit. But for me, if you have a target in mind, a marathon coming up, a half marathon, if you want to train specific to that. And for me, in my plan, there wouldn't be a space for a steady run. A steady run is something you do to tick over in between training plans or if you just want to go out and run. It's, for me, it's really bordering close on what they call junk miles. But there's nothing wrong with that. You're still running. No, you're still no, exactly. keeping fit. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, as you say, it's, it's an individual thing, isn't it? At the end of, I mean, Al, what's your – because, I mean, you love the word junk miles, Yes and no. I don't call them junk miles. But you're a handsome runner, so, so that's that different. Was, yeah. That was going to be my response to that is when I've trained for my marathons, I've followed a plan called the handsome plan that's come over from America and it has you running 
at least six days a week. So for me, when I first got into running, I had my plans that had me running three days, four days, and I was going out doing my extra miles, my junk miles, because I just wanted to do it. It made me feel good. So I went out and found a plan that targets that kind of intensity. The difference is, for a Hanson training plan, is, and this is another reason why I did it, you don't do those 20 milers. So you're sitting there thinking, I've got to get to 26 somehow. What happens if I'm topping out at 16? Because you're running six days, the intensity builds over a longer period. So typically, as I'm getting into that real heart and meat of a handsome plan, I might be going 6, 8, 10, 16 in four consecutive days. Now, the key thing is, all of those have to be easy. Otherwise, you will blow up and you you will kind of die. So there is speed work and there is tempo work elsewhere in the... One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plan, but to get that element of working and training at that level of fatigue, so replicating what it's like to come off a 22 miler, I'm doing it over two or three days across the weekend. It works for me. It works for a lot of people. It may not be for you because of that intensity of six days a week. Is there anybody who who, who uses the handsome method or or has tried using the handsome method? No? Ever heard of the Hanson Method? I need to bring some books and sell them. Yeah, next you year. could be making a killing here today. I get you, <laughs> yeah, Stan Hanson opportunity. Right, who's next? There was another question uh, uh, down here. Hang on, Al, down the front here. Right, down the front. Actually, I could have done that, so it's been me being lazy. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about it. What a shock. Hi, I'm going to be doing uh, London as my first marathon. It just feels, feeds off what you were saying. My plan is following the London Marathon beginner's plan, and it's three runs a week. I see people's going four, five. So it's three enough. Yeah. Why are you worried about what everyone else is doing? I know. I don't, but you do though, don't you? You sit there on that demon thing. Oh, hang on. Wilco, get the solicitors. The demon thing that is Strava. It's oh. going to kill me for that one. Um, yeah, keep it down. Yeah, you could, there are other running base steps. Um, but yeah, you do though, don't you? You sit there and go, they're doing London first time and they've been running seven times a week. And they're doing 62 miles. Don't worry about it. The plan's a good plan. It's on there for a reason. Did you get off the London Marathon website? Yeah. Hey, i tell you what, they're really good, those plans. I know. Like, yeah, Trace. Trace is sitting there going, yeah, I know, I've used it. Yeah, honestly, Trace went around London and smashed it. Absolutely smashed it. You'll be just fine. Free runs is absolutely fine. Are you doing any cross-training? No, sir, no. <laughs> I think the answer is yes. You yeah, should yeah, you're meant to go, yes, show. coach. <laughs> no, but it's, it's true, isn't it? Life's life, yeah? And that's, a, that's what we're saying about everyday runners, yeah? We've all got jobs. We've got family. We've got stresses. We, we ain't got time, necessarily, all of us, or we can't afford to go to the gym because that's the wrong price as well, to, to, to do that strength and conditioning. But if you can add a little bit in, even if it's going, ready for this, wait for this plug, on the 40 Runs YouTube channel, there's a free Whoa. video, 20-minute hit session. It's got your name written all over it. But it's true. If you can do something like that or one of them home kettlebell things or whatever it is that you're doing something on top of the three runs, honestly, you'll be just fine. You'll get round. I tell you now, 100% guarantee you will get round. 100%. Because, yeah? Chris, on the, uh, linked to that, you'd said, oh, you'll get round first time. We talk a lot about sort of like speed sessions and things like that when people are doing a marathon. Do you really need to do that much of those sort of things if your intention is just to get over the line, get yeah. the bling and go home. Yeah, you, you know. want to change it up. You, you, you want to work up there. You want, you want to, you know, maximise your training effect and you, you want to get busy when you, you know, you want to really get into that plan. Some of those harder sessions, 
because it will benefit you. It will make you fitter. And that is what will show up ultimately at mile 21, 22, how much of that work you've actually done. Because I think you, yeah, go on. it's that if you're doing three runs a week to the point that we just made, do three, three runs a week and do them properly. There's no point yeah. in doing five, six runs a week thinking you need to get out yeah. and then being knackered. Do your three, commit to them, and you'll be fine. I've got a question for you. Oh. When you did London for the first time, how many times a week were you running? Three to four, no more than that. Okay. Three consistently, and, and there probably some where I was doing yeah. four. Yeah, she's still alive. Wearing her sketches. Just about. Just about. <laughs> Says she's never doing a marathon again off to Chicago and Manchester. <laughs> I'll never do a marathon again. Right, um, who's next? Right. Where, are where are we? Where are we? Who was it? Oh, yeah. Over here. Over here. Right, sir, stand up. Tell Come us on, who JBS, you are. friend of the channel. Hero. Hello, hi, I'm John. They call me JBS. Um, I've got a question for all of you, since you're all uh, coaches. Right, busy, busy week working. We're all working hard, 10-hour days. What do you sacrifice, sleep or distance? Oh, okay. JBS, you're my hero. We did a really good podcast the other night about sleeping and the effects. And, and <laughs> I don't know if any of you listen to it, but none of us are like doctors or anything. Um, but we were talking about it because I was, I've been tracking my sleep. Like I'm now like obsessed with it. And it's a really important thing to me now to maximize, maximize my sleep, to, to maximize my recovery. Because I feel like my recovery is not very good. Like you, you say, uh, jobs, work, I just feel like it's too much. And I, if I can get a little bit more sleep, that might help me in my training. So we did. We uh, listen to that podcast. It's a really good – there's only about eight minutes you need to listen to. The rest of it's absolute turk. But there's about eight minutes in the eight there. eight minutes I contributed to yeah. on sleep? I think yeah. so. Official uh, description. It's so. really, yeah, it's really, it's really good. And it is true. So I know I would, I would always take sleep over mileage, 100%, because, you know, that, that re, you're going to be so much more recovered. You're then, like we say, we're talking about quality here, to be able to then feel fresh, feel ready to go out and, and give everything 100% or 60% at that session, you're, you're going to be much better off. So, yeah, always for me. What about you? Yeah, it's, it's the same as everything. It's trying to get that balance right, yeah. isn't it? Where you've got enough... But I think I said in the podcast as well, everyone's different. Some people here probably thrive on five hours sleep. Some people probably need 12 hours sleep. I think it's definitely an individual thing. The big question for me is, why do you have to sacrifice any of them? I know we've all got busy lives, but you can always find time for a session. And as long as that session, again, is quality over... The quality over quantity is something that keeps coming up all the time. If we just keep pressing on that, making sure that session you do, a 10 miles at a quality run rather than a 15 miles, just junk miles, as they say, go for the quality. Joe, yes, you just may remember, we did a video the other week on the YouTube channel, Absolute Mickey Take, where the three of us went out and we did a very scientific experiment. Tobe had no sleep. I'd had about, what did we say? Was it about three or four hours? And so I'd had a full night's kit. We went down to the Olympic Park. And I was ruined after that. And I was, I, I'd had that, so you know when you sort of go to bed, but you don't go to bed? And you sleep, but you don't sleep? And it, those two were, it's like, Tom flew around now, because I think he was just so tired, didn't know what he was doing. And so I had the best time ever. It was me who had that little bit of sleep. So again, it's, that goes back to what you said. Should I have sacrificed, you know, maybe coming home a bit early? I don't know. But it, it, it's true. It does have a really uh, negative effect if you don't get that sleep. But listen to that, about eight can, minutes. Can, John, if it helps, um... This kind of sounds obvious, but sleep is where the body recovers. So there's a lot of kind of brain neurological processes going on when you're sleeping connected to your training. Um, sleep is where you kind of, that's the right word, metabolize some of your fueling strategies. Um, and I listened to a podcast a little while ago. Kipchoge was describing the difference between him and everyday runners and in effect, what he said is, I get paid to rest, I get paid to sleep. Oh, what a legend. Oh, a legend. So, that'd be I, nice. What I took from that is, it's probably a bit of something we all neglect because, you it's know, true. That's where what I do said we about cut it. corners? Oh, well, we'll just stay up a little bit longer, yeah. we'll do an extra session, we'll forego to sleep. It, you, will, you will find a difference yeah, if yeah. you can yeah, find honestly, that sleep. Honestly, mate, I've, uh, since I've been tracking it, it's, it's opened my eyes to. Like, I mean, these guys, I'm driving them nuts because it's like daily updates, how much deep sleep I've had. Um, but it, the, the days I have had that extra deep or longer deep sleep, I, I have felt fresher. I have felt better. Uh, you know, we, uh, we, uh, we went out the other day and, on a 12-mile run, and I felt so much fresher. And, I, and the, that night, I'd had, I think, like two hours deep sleep, which for me is, like, remarkable. I had 42 minutes last night. 
So it's a massive difference if you can get that sleep. So I know we've gone about it a long way, but we got there in it. Right, who else had? Oh, oh, Chris, all. oh yeah. Young lady now. This is it. Now it. you're getting lively. Come on, people. Let's it's a long day. It. It's a long day. Hello, how are you? I'm all right, thanks, Wilco. Oh, sorry. It's not all about you. I, I know, I know. Keep reminding me. What's your name? Anna. Anna, stand up. Oh, look. Here um, I. What's the best um, or your favourite run you've ever done? Oh, the best. Great question, by the way, you. Thank you, Hannah. That's a great question. Favourite run. I can't start. Somebody else has to take this one. Shall I go? Yeah, you go first, Abby. Uh, Favourite race I've ever done, London Landmarks, last year. Okay. Brilliant course, great atmosphere, just lovely people. Um, And then, do you know what? I tend to enjoy my training runs where I'm with other people because there's less pressure and you just get to go out with your mates and spend two, three, four hours. Um, And also... Simon's smiling over there. Um, and also, I'm just going to... Claire sat in front of me, London Marathon. I got to run for five hours with my friend. What a great thing to do. So, there you go. I'll go. There you go. Hayden, is oh. it when, when we came to see you at Bushy Park? I can a- honestly absolutely tell you no. Oh. Absolutely I not. I travelled for about eight days to get to Bushy Park to come and see you. <laughs> you did, to be yeah, fair. That's my favourite race, probably, and this doesn't relate to performance, because it's certainly one of my best performance. Atmosphere-wise, organisation, every about Chicago Marathon last year. It was absolutely fantastic. I just couldn't have... Dr- I knew it was going to be good, but that was just absolutely brilliant. And you're going again this year, aren't you? I am, yeah. And what are you bringing back with you? <laughs> Shed load of woolly hats. A, 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 woolly, hat. a woolly hat for who? A woolly hat for Toby. If you don't, Toby. No, not Toby. So you go when you go to Chicago Marathon, apparently there's a 5K bobble hat run. They all did it and they didn't bring me back one. And they're all going this year without me. And I want one. What's that? You only get one, yeah, but he, he can, you know, he's, he's connected. He's got one already. Yeah, he's, he's yeah he don't need another one. They change so every I year. Want they change. One. Are they different colour? I've got no idea. We'll soon find out. Oh. Yeah, I'll, you better come back. Don't come back. Don't come back. Right, okay. Al, to you, that question, which is a very good question. Yeah, um... It's already been mentioned. The London Marathon is special if you are from this country. I was lucky enough to run it this year. And I'm going to get emotional just thinking about it. It was the first time I think we'd had a full London Marathon, the full effect. And the crowds were absolutely lined from the first mile all the way through to mile 26.7. Because I run long, apparently. And you just could not be inspired by yeah. the support you got on that day and it was it was just mind-blowing yeah having said that a little plug for what we do extreme park run is good fun as oh, well yeah, good plug out. So get it in if there. any of you seen about, about posts for extreme park run get on the website and come and join us because it's only 5k but we make a hell of a day of it so uh, look yeah, out for version 4.0 coming soon good plug thank you well done uh, uh wilco Oh, it's a great North Run for me. I think it's an absolutely brilliant race. Yeah. Is anybody doing the great, great North Run this year? Yeah. We'll yeah, see they're, you there. They're asking it. It's a great... It, cracker. It's got... I just think that if you do half marathons, it's just one that you've got to tick off your list. Yeah, it's, it's got a good, great, it's a good, great following. It's, it's just such a big event. Wonderful atmosphere. Yeah. I'll just keep going until I can't do it anymore. Does it have to be a race? Where is it? Does it have to be a race? Or can it be a run? Can you have a run? Can I have a run? Yeah. yeah, we'll let him, shall we? It was probably the one where I went to Stansted Airport with Tobin. We broke him. <laughs> when he sat in the back of the Uber that we made him pay for, and he was absolutely... If you've not seen it, we told Tobin we was going to run 16 miles. It was actually 21 and a half miles, and it was to Stansted. It was for a YouTube video, and we just absolutely broke the boy. It was it was the best day of my life. But he, he genuinely, uh, in the video, he uh, uh, what was it? Sorry, was it eight miles, wasn't it? He point-blankly refused to carry on. <laughs> And oh, I was so happy when I saw him. Oh, oh. it's just the best day ever. <laughs> best day ever. Better than any race. That's why I said to you, I don't run for times. I'd much rather do that. It's much more fun. We're doing a group run after this. I'm going to have more fun doing that than the London Marathon. Yeah, probably. we'll give that a quick plug, shall we? It's outside yeah, 515. 5.15, come which along. Which is sort of like, yeah, it's a couple of doors down. Yeah, come uh, along. Quarter past five. Yeah. Bring your lights. Everyone's welcome. Come out for a nice little run with us today. We won't a bit be of a shake out, will we? Good question, you. Well done, Hannah. Right, Thank you very much for your question. Oh, oh. oh, I'll come to this yeah. gentleman here. Mind the camera. Over there. Yeah. yeah, got them. Oh, mind your balls, Mel. What's your name? Uh, my name is Josh. Uh, question. So my wife's doing the marathon for the first time, but what is the biggest mistake you guys have made during a marathon or in a long run? 
Biggest mistake we've Biggest made in, in the marathon or a That's long right, run. What's your wife said? What's your name? Amy. Amy. Amy Court. Now you're nervous, you are. Oh. Good judge. Biggest mistake we made. Mm. I think, you know what? It was taking it too seriously. I, I'll go back to what I said at the start. Taking the, my first London marathon too seriously. I was a nervous wreck. Yeah, I was, I was sitting there. My anxiety was off the charts. That's, that's why I started 40 runs. Was, I was sitting in there at 2017. I was sitting in the London Marathon. I was sitting there on my Todd thinking, oh, Jesus Christ, I've got to go and run. I didn't know anybody. Everybody's sitting in the same position. We're all sitting down on the grass looking at each other going, is, is anyone going to say anything? And it was so, my anxiety was up here. And then you have to go and run 26 miles. And then, that, and, and then I go back to, and, I, and I, it, oh, it was a hard, hard race. And I just wish when I look back on it, that I'd had the best time ever. And that's why I go with that, that, that ethos now, to go out and enjoy every single, every single run. It don't matter whether it's this group run we're going to do later or it's a London marathon. You've got to enjoy it. So that's probably my biggest mistake I made. Um, overfueling, taking oh. too much water. Oh. So I think when you train and you train with your hydration vest, you kind of know how much you're taking. You feel more relaxed about it. I remember London Marathon, I think we, I took water at every stop because it was warmer than I expected. And I was so worried about dehydrating and ending up collapsing. You won't. You can pick up a bottle. Don't feel like you've got to guzzle it down. Are every, they every mile or something? Every mile. You're saying to drink every mile? Every mile, every, every other mile, now. honestly. Surprised I didn't need the toilet 26 times. But, um, <laughs> you won't can't in Tokyo. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um, so my, my biggest mistake is quite easy. And mine was London Marathon. And it was six months before London Marathon when I decided to run it dressed up as a panda. Yeah. Uh, that was a bit of a <laughs> That was my biggest mistake. And I will not be repeating it. But be fair. Proper cherry. Give me a shout out. Prostate Cancer UK. The prostate panda raised a load of money. Yeah, it's really but important. But then soon after he had a visit to the vets and he is no more. Oh, he's gone, is he? He's gone. He's gone. Four That's not so, so, true, so, true, so sad. So sad. Right, next question. We've got yeah, question. Running out of time. Right, yeah, this is this more, is your your three minute warning, people, because we've got we've got to do um, a draw in a minute. Yeah, for, really, we'll tell really you about really that in a minute. Really. Let's go on now. Uh, Miranda, so I've got Brighton at the start of April and London at the end of April. We, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> I can see Hayden's face. Oh <laughs> yeah. So tips on how to recover from Brighton and prepare for London within three. Yeah, walk between the two. Walk it out of your legs. It's, it's the best tip someone told. Walk it out of your legs. Just get out there. Not, you know, give yourself the time to recover from it mentally more than anything else because it's tough, right? But walk. Obviously, eat well, drink well. Your usual things, but walk the marathon out of your legs. That's what someone told me and it works. It really does. What about you? Because you did, you did uh, Berlin, Chicago, wasn't it? Yeah, Berlin, two weeks later, Chicago. But I think that sometimes the two weeks is probably easier because you're still on that high, so you have a bit of a rest. Four weeks, yeah, getting the territory is difficult. If it was me, I would take the first full week as a rest and then the next week, yeah, probably go up to about 20 miles and then do another two-week taper just to make yourself. The fact if you do the first marathon, Brighton, and get through it, fine. you'll be fine. You'll be just fine. And again, go, go with that mindset. I'm just going to enjoy this. Yeah, you, some people say, oh, which one should I pick as my A race and all this sort of stuff? Just go and enjoy both of them. Get round. Yeah, take that again. We take that pressure on you. We put so much pressure on ourselves on the start line going, I've got to run this time. I've got to do this. So why have you got to do that? Just go out and enjoy it. It's going to be the best day of your life. And then especially when you then do Brighton and then you head to London, you're going to go on a crest, a wave. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. So couple of other things to add in in three weeks you won't really lose your fitness if you're finding a way no, of just ticking over probably the bigger risk and I, I don't know if anyone on this panel has kind of suffered this but it's a, a known phenomenon that you'll get the marathon cold so you've been through yeah. all that intensity your body is kind of crying out for proper food and probably some more hydration and your immune system is low and weak and therefore there is a risk those first few days you'll have a a stinking cold, a headache. Yeah, so just rest up. Yeah. Don't worry about it. That is kind of something that just happens. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Again, don't worry about it. Just go with the flow. Um, right, we had a couple more. Should we... Yeah, let's go. Just be quick. Go. go. Two questions, mm. one joke. Oh, lovely. And one bit of advice about Panda. Right, I'm going to run my first marathon next year. Your friend or your colleague said, because you're from this country, run, run London. Well, I can run anywhere. Where would you advise? That's the first one. Second one, about you say about take it slow for the ones. I always have to, in my health product distance, I always have to sprint at the end. I can't stop myself. All right? Now, uh, joke about the panda. 
A panda walks into the restaurant, eats a sandwich, shoots the waiter and leaves. The manager comes out and says, why do you eat the sandwich? I shoot my manager. He says to my panda, I shoot, I shoot, eat and leaves. Okay? And the third <laughs> one is about people, the third thing, last thing, sorry, uh, sleeping, right? Yeah. How do you get more sleep? Leave that thing in the corner called a box. Right. The TV. Oh, okay. Don't Leave watch it. It's all rubbish. Okay. Right, brilliant. Okay. So what was the what was the first did anyone I didn't hear it. I'll, marathon. I'll, marathon. Which marathon to do? Oh, oh you don't mind where you go? Oh, there's loads of good marathons. Oh okay. Wait, where are you, sir? Where, whereabouts are you? I can go anywhere. I'm here in Birmingham, but I can go anywhere. Is that is Birmingham got marathon? I'll do Birmingham. Yeah. Oh. I did one I did the Yorkshire marathon, that's a good marathon. Oh, abroad. Oh, Berlin. No, Amsterdam. Amsterdam, right? Took me 35 minutes on the plane. Go to Amsterdam. It's like a massive rave. Yeah, do it. Go to Amsterdam. You'll love it. Right, next. Wilco, run out of time. Run out of time. Quick, quick, quick. Quick, go over there. Quick, come on. Lots of junior members. We've got to go do the group run. What's your name? Charlotte. Charlotte, what's your question? Who has the best marathon PB? Oh. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you who it is, though. Because he's got... The course was long, wasn't it? Uh, Short, sorry, Tom. Uh, well, we'll come time because it is Hayden. But speak out. Wasn't the course? Otherwise, you would have had it, but the course was short, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So Toby ran Amsterdam, and unfortunately, he didn't. He, I think you PB, but you didn't beat anybody else because the course was short. Oh, he got an official email as well about it, didn't you? Hmm. No, <laughs> I might have done that. Right. So Hayden is the quickest out of us lot. Uh, what's your PB at the moment? Three seventeen. Hardcore. Good for age. But guess how old Hayden is? Yeah, go on. 72 oh. years old. <laughs> he looks good for it, doesn't he? I've had it too bad, 72. I think you look good for 72. Yeah, he's done good for age. I'm proud of it. We saw him at Edinburgh. We was going up this bl- another bleeding. If anyone do Edinburgh this year. Oh. Oh. oh Watch the video. It's a great marathon. Right. Don't listen to house. him. Don't listen to him. Absolute waste of time. You go around his yeah. dirt track and your alpha flies. Come out and I can't, I'm ruined. And I see him, oh, that fooly! He goes like that. Absolutely, last thing I needed to see was your cheeky little face. So, fooly, what's your time? Uh, I'm 348, 349, something like that. Oh, 440. 358. And I'm 446. So, you ain't got a microphone. Should I tell him it's 346, isn't it? It didn't make that 345. (laughs) Sorry about that. Okay, next, we've got to go. We haven't got time. Oh, we've got got, one more. Quick, quick, quick. Last question. Quick, 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 Make it a good one. I'm going to get Hello, shot. It's me, Mr. Fordy from Sunderland. Can I Hello, ask you a question? Yes. Um, do you think strength and conditioning is important when it comes to marathon training? We did. Yeah, we spoke about it 100%. Get involved. Do your strength and conditioning. Yeah, Wh- whatever sure it is, done. just do some. Okay, right. It's, so you'll have to bear with us. We're going to do something that's really important to us at, at Fordy Runs Running Club. Um, we, uh, If you do all the big events, you won't know, but we, we put teams out who do the volunteering. So all the guys who, are, who go out and, you know, give you those drinks that we were talking about, give you, you know, your gels or, or get you to the line. Medals. Yeah, the medals at the end. The chances are that's going to be somebody from within our club at 40 Runs Running Club and community. And because of the amazing work that they've done, they've been given a London Marathon place. Um, so we're going to actually do the ballot live now, if that's okay with you lot, because we want to make sure that person gets it. So you, if you join the Facebook group or you join the club, it's free to join the club as well. Uh, you can become an affiliated men, uh, member. It's like 18 quid or something. Um, but then you can be an affiliated member, get all the discounts and all that sort of stuff. But you don't go along to a track day and get told you're too slow. You can come and you know, just be part of it. But it's really important, the volunteering side of that, that we, we put on to these races and events. Because without those volunteers... Those races can't take place. It's a really serious point, people. They need to be, you know, get a bit more love. So, Mel, draw it, go. Go, go, go. 62 people in this 62 draw. 62 people in this draw for this and London Marathon place. Oh, there it is. Who is, is it? Who is it? 47. Is it me? Number f- is, do you know, it's not you, actually. Oh. Number 47 is our very own Caroline Allen. Well done, Karen. She's up to London. Well done, Okay, Karen. guys, right. I think... Look at her face. Look, oh. she loves it. Woo! Well done, Karen. 
And rightly deserved as well, because as I say, she does a lot for the uh, volunteering as well. So please, honestly, if you, if even within your local running club, find out if they're doing volunteering at the events, because without the volunteers, you know how powerful it is a park run. We simply can't do this stuff, okay? Right, so I think, Anna, we're out of time. Yeah, sorry, guys. Right, so guys, thanks ever so much. We really do appreciate it, um, coming along, saying hi to the stand. 5.15. Two quick things. Oh. Uh, Facebook community, get involved, join. Um, Sketchers, thank you again. There's 25% yeah. off running shoes this weekend. The code is 40 runs. Um, and 5.15, we are doing a run. If you head out of the main um, exit, turn right towards Weatherspoons, we'll be meeting there at 5.15, 5K. So get involved. Thank you. Yeah, and we're live again on Monday at 7 o'clock and we'll be back on Friday at 7 o'clock live. Yeah, so again, thank, thank you very much. I've just signed her up as a coach. I've just signed her up. She has a training plan. Thank you, everybody. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.